0: Spoons! That was a new one, I'm never going to do it again. Uh, well, welcome to uh, episode 47 again of Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour. I'm doing it again because I wasn't happy with the last episode, so, um, you know, yeah, I guess. Um, if you listen to it, well done, because it almost made me cry, and I didn't do a very good job of editing, because by about 30 minutes in, I'll you know, wanted to set my laptop on fire And throw it out of the window So, well done if you got through it And uh, here's an extra bonus episode for you Because I'm lovely Before I move on with it I was going to do a quick recap Of what actually happened in episode 47 The proper one Because, um, you know, if you didn't listen to it Which is fair enough You'll have missed all these lovely things So, in short Rich really likes The Hateful Eight I loved Jenny You blast. I don't know how to say her name Skull comic And I still haven't made a note of the website Where you can buy it But you know It's just spelled S-K-A-L So I'm sure you can find it on the internet And that We were both pretty meh With DC's Legends of Tomorrow There were bears involved Agent Carter was a thing And it was good Todd Margaret's weird But kind of awesome I had a level 30 Morty So suck it But now I've got a level 40 Morty So suck that too And uh, Rich really liked Creed And I'm in love with Ryan Reynolds The end So that was episode 47. This is episode 47. (laughs) Joining me in the parlour this month, fortnight. I don't know what I'm supposed to say because it's (laughs) bonus and I don't understand it. It's my lovely friend Jenny, who you've all heard before, but she's still fantastic. So hear her again. Hello. (laughs) Was that a good intro? It was great. It's really hard to not laugh loudly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as we've just discovered, we can mute our mics. Yay. so. (laughs) So if I do that... Uh,
1: lights, what, uh, yeah, no, let's stop doing that. That's silly because that'll freak you out. Don't yeah, shit. I
0: was just going to say, no, it's well, cursed. the No,
1: this it was me pressing the button. Is no, yeah.
0: I don't know is if it's type- <laughs> the Yeah, it might be. Although, <laughs> once more with audio, perhaps. <laughs> Once more with audio, dear friend <laughs> uh, I don't know if you all know The backstory to this though Was that that recording that I did with Rich That was terrible uh, Wasn't even my first attempt at episode 47 It was <laughs> my third Fourth <laughs> So... <laughs> So
1: much for third time's the charm
0: In it though um, mm-hmm. By the end of it I kind of wished I just hadn't bothered And just slept in last month But there we go uh, <laughs> You're all getting A shiny bonus episode Because I'm so kind So happy, about Those apples How are you doing My delightful Jenny Bean I'm alright You know Good. Despite earlier conversation,
2: <laughs>
1: Actually, <laughs>
0: on Mike I'm cool.
1: <laughs> on Mike I'm totally rad. Yeah, baby, yeah. rad, as in the eighties. That's right.
0: I love it. <laughs> I feel like I might be drunk, but I haven't drunk anything since like Sunday. It's so me that's... every day, and it's it's a Wednesday now, so you know, isn't it, shit? <sighs> Hump day though Hump, well You know Unless you work Saturdays
1: Well, Sundays. thankfully No, no, no. Oh. Going to be a busy Saturday I have to say For me personally But no uh, uh, Lots of auditions
0: I was going to say Busy exciting Or busy shit Well, it is quite <laughs> <laughs> Depends what they're like No Seriously <laughs>
1: I probably shouldn't say such things. I'm new to the group. That—that's mean. Now I'm sure it'll be very exciting. There's over sixty people interested to audition. Ooh, uh, it starts—that's a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah. And it starts at ten in the morning. That's <laughs> I'm not normally dressed by then on a well, Saturday.
0: If it makes you feel any better, I think next week I've got the world's busiest weekend. Well, week. And Wednesday Because it's a weekend Because I'm going to see Deadpool next Wednesday Hi. Um, And then on Thursday I'm travelling to London To do a spot of filming For the BBC ooh. What what uh, More on that later uh, ooh, Foreshadowing. Um, and then on Friday night I'm going to see uh, Block Party Even though their new album Is shite And um, Oh my god I fell asleep Listening to it In the tub <laughs> On Saturday I'm going to celebrate a friend's birthday in Shrewsbury And then Sunday's Valentine's Day And I'm pretty sure I'm going to go Rich can we go and see Deadpool again And then do Puppy Dog Eyes And I don't know Buy him a love heart shaped chocolate bar Until he takes me to see Deadpool for a second time Well
1: it was advertised as a romantic film
0: (sighs) There's certainly men and women Well To be together So yeah Yeah That's That's, science of love yeah, isn't it? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah,
1: especially comic book love.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I'm recording a podcast the week before what's probably going to be my film of the year is coming out. I should have really saved it till next week, but um oh well. Well. Oh, where's okay. the fun in that though? I'll probably just record a separate episode next week that'll just be me going and then just every now and then Depple and then that would be here at all.
1: But We'd understand it'd be okay.
0: What if yeah. it's shit? No, it can't be shit. It can't be. It absolutely can't be shit, but what can't
1: be can't.
0: <laughs> I'm really scared? I mean, as long as I can
1: put all the best stuff I like find in the trailer you know, before, like, I'm sure it's not
2: frustrating. Sure
0: You've just started sounding very much like a robot, which oh, isn't good. Oh dear. Be <laughs> My name is Jenny. <laughs> What's happening? Is it my internet? I didn't break it. it wasn't me. Oh, no, you're all right now. Ha, ha, ha. Fuck Before the computers do a belly on us again, uh, how about, let's talk about some things. What have you done, seen, read, looked at? Um, what have I, I've recently purchased
1: a book. Ooh. Now, to be fair, I do that a lot. <laughs> but this one, I've actually been reading quite a lot of. Oh, I've 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 I've, twi- I've tweeted. fuck it, why not? I've tweeted about it quite a lot and <laughs> Facebooked about it. It's called Life Moves Pretty Fast. It's by Hadley Freeman. And the cover says the lessons we learn from eighties movies and in brackets and why we don't learn from the movies anymore. Oh. Uh yeah, yeah. It's really good. She basically she talks about all of her favourite eighties films, why they were fantastic, why they were brilliant, why these sort of films aren't made anymore today. You know, and the lessons we learnt from said 80s films. Ooh. So far, we have looked at The Princess Bride and yes. Dirty Dancing, and we're moving into Pretty in Pink at the moment. Ooh. Later will be Ghostbusters, When Harry Met Sally, and just back, oh, and Batman, yeah, Back to the Future, Steel Magnolias. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely.
0: I've not seen it. <clears throat> ah... <laughs> Pop culture, what <laughs> now?
1: But it's a—I really love it. It's really enjoyable. It's such an easy read, and I have to say, Hadley Freeman's been very generous and sweet in replying to when I tweet about it and yeah. tag her in said tweets. So it just makes me want to watch more '80s movies, which is fine because I love them.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that. Just saying, like a bonus. It's yeah. um, it's quite interesting that you mentioned this because literally, like a day ago, somebody I know was tweeting, "Hey, has anybody got any recommendations on books about films?" Mm. And I was like, "Aha, no." <laughs> 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 and then, and then I just basically asked everybody I was with at the time because I was out drinking cocktails, of course, like, uh, like a lady do. Yeah. And um, and Rich said, "Oh, recommend this one that I think was called like Easy Riders." Oh yeah, like, Easy Raging Ball or something. Yeah, yeah they go. And he yeah. was and she's already read that, so and that's all I had to offer her. So, you know, <laughs> here's another one. Emma. Here's another one. I highly recommend
1: thing. it. I mean, Easy Riders, Raging Ball is is great. I read it for my um film course that I did with the Open University. Mm-hmm. It's like one of their standard books to read. Brilliant. But this is really good and it's just really good fun as well because she's done interviews with the filmmakers and shakers. <laughs> Shaking it, missy. No, um, I am a little bit. Um, but it's really interesting. Like, it was even in an interview she did, or she got notes from uh, Ron Howard when he was talking about Cocoon, saying a film like Cocoon could not be made today, or probably wouldn't be made today. Mm. And that was a difference, you know, between now and and then. So even St. George Lucas's Red Tails, he didn't get through a big, you know, film company. He had to do it on the smaller side, which is a shame because it's actually a pretty good film. Even though it was Lucas, you know, <laughs> but on that side of things, it's really interesting to read, and actually you realize, yeah, there's a lot of stuff from the eighties that probably wouldn't be made today, and on a side note, I watched Risky Business for the first time ever the other weekend.
0: Ah, that's a thing that I'm the only thing I know about that film is there is a bit where someone slides across the room in nothing but a shirt and some socks, Tom Cruise and, and does a small dance.
1: Yeah, in his white rants In his socks and his shirt and dark glasses And does a little dance
0: Because I believe Homer Simpson rips that off at some point yeah, and there they, are, yeah I tell you what, there's probably like a billion and one things That happen in The Simpsons that I don't get Because I haven't seen the fucking films
1: I highly recommend you watch a lot of 80s films
0: <laughs> I, just, I just need to watch more films The thing is, I should be joining in with Rich On his watching a <laughs> film a day thing But for yeah. the most part, I keep not paying attention <laughs> Because I'm too busy capturing Mortys But anyway <laughs>
1: I haven't got round to doing that yet.
0: I caught a sausage morty the other day. <laughs> <laughs> he's got no arms and legs. It's wonderful. <laughs> I will eventually look that up. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Every now and again Rich just hears me titter and he's like, Are you okay? And I'm like, ah, I just found a silly morty. Anyway, yes I'm a grown up. <clears throat> Carry on. Oh, Gr- grown-up no, but- about
1: books grown up things a bit Growing up, things about books, things. So yeah, I um, I highly recommend that book. Life moves pretty fast by Hadley Freeman because it's really really good. But it will just make you want to watch the films that she talks about. Um, That's
0: good because I probably haven't seen most of them.
1: Yeah, and it's great to start off with films that you know straight away. Although I know I have seen pretty much all of them. But things like the Princess Bride and her personal connection to all the films as well. And. The things you don't realise when you first watch, say, Dirty Dancing, and then you watch it when you're a little bit older and you realise, oh yeah,
0: she was basically getting a, you know, a
1: backstreet abortion um, that went horrifically wrong.
0: I was gonna say that film always distresses me because I remember really enjoying it the first time I saw it, and then I think it was about ten years till I saw it again, and then I realised it's it's a film about a like a bloke who's proper hitting on a girl who's possibly not of age, mm-hmm. and like a coat hanger abortion.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Oh,
0: this film's
1: is rough But there's a watermelon so it's fine <laughs> I carried a
0: watermelon uh, <laughs> uh, So
1: yeah I've, uh, I've been reading that And other things But most of these scripts are magazines And the odd comic Here and there I've read the Supergirl tie-ins That they've been releasing digital only That I tried They're not very long Which is just as well Because my attention span Has been a bit shit um, recently, <laughs> so I've, I've really not read a lot. I haven't been reading Captain Marvel for ages, actually. That's quite bad, but I haven't.
0: I'm really behind in everything. And I realised the other day that I got halfway through a comic without actually being aware of what happened with it and I had to start it again. <laughs> I think I might have to, you know, start working yeah. on my attention span and paying more attention to things. I know. I still
1: haven't read the majority of the stuff I brought home from Thought Bubble for the last I know. two years. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've not I bought the first volume of Jessica Jones Alias, not really read it, and then I got given the second volume for Christmas. I've not started that either. And I think I've got the third volume of Captain Marvel and I've skimmed some of it.
0: <laughs> We're terrible human
1: beings. It's awful. It's awful.
0: Well, I, I restored my faith in my own attention span a little bit Because I too read an actual book <laughs> Recently uh, I'm a bit notorious for uh, buying books And then never looking at them again And I don't know why I do it I always have the intention of reading them But I don't um, But I actually read this one It's um, it's called Why Not Me And it's Mindy Kaling's second book I don't know if you've is read that, her first one Is that the
1: Mindy from TV, Mindy?
0: That's the one who's yeah. in the Mindy Project and she's in... programme the office and yeah. such. Her first book, which was called "Is Everyone Hanging Out Without Me," yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's just like a series of essays about like her life and her experiences and stuff. And I, f- I like I absolutely fell in love with that book because she's really funny. Um, and yeah. this book is a bit more disconnected in the sense that like. I don't know, the first book seemed to have like more of a flow in the, in the terms of the, uh, the essays and the order in which everything was happening and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was a bit, it was a bit more like an autobiography, but not quite, if that makes any okay. sort of sense. Whereas yeah. this one's just like chapter one is going to be about this and it's random thoughts and then chapter two is going to be on this general theme, but it is still really funny and, um, really clever there's a there's like a whole section on her appearance and her weight that's actually really interesting to me that i think i might have to reread yeah. um, because I, I don't know if you're aware of like sort of basically every time anyone talks to her they talk to her about the fact that she's got a fuller figure and that she's you know technically plus size and all this plama. right um, and she's got quite um quite interesting thoughts on on that and health and beauty in general which I Like It stri- It strikes a chord with me Because I am also A chubster <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> um, And I did Like Despite the fact That I don't wear makeup and, and make very little effort With my hair and stuff I actually do Care a bit The way that I look And, and how yeah. I feel About the way that I look If that makes any Uh uh-huh. Since, so that was a really interesting read. It was a, a bit more insightful, perhaps, than the uh, than the first book. But I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And uh, the the good thing about Minty Kaling is that because she's really funny, the book kind of flies by. Like it yeah. feels like you're having sort of a not a conversation with a friend because you're not talking to a book. Because that would make you a crazy person. No, but I have books like that. It feels like they're next to you. Yeah, just like telling I mean, you some stories about, oh, yeah. I to tell you about this thing. And it's uh, it's really interesting. Yeah, I would highly recommend it if you enjoy things that are funny or things that Mindy Kaling has been in or just random thoughts on weird topics. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Thumbs up. I read that. It only, it only took me two days as well, which amazed oh, me because I thought this is going to take me 30 years because it isn't full of pictures like comics are. But um, it did have some pictures, though. They're all black and white That's the the one thing that I've always kind of hated About um, paperback books and stuff Is that for some reason I don't understand why you'd want to put black and white pictures Onto the not brilliant quality paper Mm. That's in those kind of books Like either put some glossy pages With some fancy colour pictures in Or don't have pictures Yeah, I am picky, guys (laughs) Well I'm the same when it comes
1: out Because otherwise you put it on this very naff paper And it's just all blotchy And you can't really see shit Whereas you can buy other paperbacks and they just pay the extra, do it, uh, and put some glossy images in. Just pay the extra, stop being tight. Exactly. All right, it might bump up the price. Let's be honest, we'll probably get it through Amazon anyway because it's cheaper. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, small independent bookshops, but you know. But
0: it is cheaper. It is.
1: (laughs) I might happen to go into a bookshop and think,
0: oh, that book.
1: How much is it on Amazon? Let's quickly have a look.
0: I felt terrible the other day when me and Rich walked past what used to be Waterstones in Birmingham, and it's not Waterstones anymore, and neither of us could tell when it stopped being Waterstones. <laughs> <laughs> I used to live in bookshops when I was younger, and we walked past, Rich was like, oh, when did that close And I was
1: like I don't know Don't know <laughs> <laughs> We still have our Waterstones in Norwich It's doing quite well And I was proud Over Christmas When I did my One day of Christmas shopping Didn't last long Bought one thing Came home But <laughs> anyway Walk into our HMV And Disney store As you do And busy busy And very big queues To get to the till Go into the bookshop Queue is just as long As any other You know Record shop Or Disney shop <laughs> Basically, which I was very very proud of But I mean I bought Life Muse pretty fast because I just found it In Waterstones so and thought that's awesome I have to have it now, I just bought it there and then Whereas Debbie Reynolds' latest memoir I went to go buy it, thought that's a lot of money And it was, I think it was 18, 19 Quid in the shop but it was only 12 pounds To get it through Amazon So you know, that happened <laughs> <laughs> Basically,
0: I feel Um, like I should browse Waterstones more because we do have another one. I've always hmm. found the placement of Waterstones in Birmingham weird because it's literally like two minutes down the road. There's like two really big Waterstonesies. I don't know if they've even just amalgamated the two now. Perhaps they have.
1: They might have Uh, done because we we had the same. So it used to be Ottakers and Waterstones, and then Ottakers kind of dissolved and became a part of Waterstones, or they took them over, whatever happened. And then we just got one Waterstones. But I like to go there on my lunchtime some. Some days Because it's like my sanctuary Oh, Speaking of sanctuaries I bought the novel of The Hunchback of Notre Dame today It's going to be terribly depressing When I get round to eventually reading it Because I know now what happens
0: uh, See I have no idea So I'm just going to be
1: I'm not going to spoil it But it's quite sad Disney <laughs> are fucking liars <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah that's that's usually the case yeah. I was,
1: I was, It's all because I was listening to Anna Mankin and Stephen Schwartz's New Broadway album which is their Disney songs, but expanded. And they did an off-Broadway production, which was very successful. And the soundtrack is gorgeous. It's on Spotify. Go and listen to it. It's really, really lovely. But it sounds like from the soundtrack, they've been a little bit closer to the original text, which made me think, I don't really know what happened. I thought such and such didn't do that. And um, yeah, it's a bit
0: sad. Does someone do a dead who shouldn't do a dead?
1: (laughs) Someone who I didn't think did a dead does a dead.
0: Oh no <laughs> There's
1: oh. a lot There's a lot more dead Than I thought there was And then I read about it On Wikipedia Because you know That's where you go And learn things um, <laughs> I was talking to a colleague At work about it She's like yeah It's really dark And a bit dull And I couldn't finish reading it Because I was so bored So oh. maybe I won't And then I thought It's only one ninety nine. Maybe I will <laughs> What a rising endorsement
0: Of a book <clears throat> It
1: was Yeah so I thought Okay yeah Maybe I will give it a go And just sing the Disney soundtrack through my head As I'm reading it
0: (laughs) Do you know, I don't think I've seen the Disney So good
1: It's so good, really, really good fun I recommend that one, give it a go Maybe maybe I will (laughs) Just try, but don't be surprised (laughs) (laughs) To, To learn that they weren't quite truthful In that one I mean, they can be horrendously blunt With others like Bambi Jesus.
0: The thing about Bambi, though, and I may have said this before, is that I didn't find that that distressing as a kid because mm. you don't see anything. It's just yeah. like off screen. Boom, mom, what's happening, mom? mom whereas, yeah. whereas Lion King,
1: yeah, no, that's just
0: ruined my life yeah. because you just see dead Mufasa and Simba's like, like nosing him, like, "Oi, dad, get up, bro," like we gotta go home And that yeah. and and his dad's just like. Eh. And he's like, come on though, seriously, Dad, just like nuzzling into his head. And then Scar comes along and he's all like, it's your fault, boy. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, your uncle's a cunt and your dad's done a dead. Like, what? Ugh. But it's okay because he met a friendly walk.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's funny talking about Lion King. I was watching um, this TV series I watch on um, Watch, funnily enough, the channel Watch, <laughs> called Code Black. It's a um, medical, medical drama. It's very good. And I'm probably going to pronounce the actress's name wrong. It's either Marcia or Marcia. I'm not sure which. Is it Hoffman? Something like that. Anyway, she's very, very good in it. And um, one episode, they had this chap in it. And he plays Mufasa in on Broadway. And I think he played it on all the touring. Mm. And he's, he's saying one of Mufasa's songs. And it was so moving. I mean, I blood like a bloody baby. It was <laughs> It was. They live in you. His that Mufasa song. They live in you. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> and it's just. And it's all about because old dude who had Alzheimer's and that was dying, and his son decided, okay, if if the worst, you know, if it happens, I'm going to let him go. But he loves music, and that would make him feel at peace. And so this this guy played Mufasa. Had some other shit going on, and he came and he sang the song unaccompanied with just his other cast members. It was so moving. I mean, I was just saturated in tears. It was, it's quite pathetic of me. And when I was explaining it to a friend at work, I was welling up slightly at the same time.
0: Oh, that's adorable. It's not. (laughs) No, it is, because it shows you have passion for a thing. Yeah. That's what I say every time I cry at something silly. (laughs) It's, it's not, it's not sad tears, it's passion. I've got a passion (laughs) for that penguin in that advert. Passion's leaking out of my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds so gross. <laughs> but, oh,
2: uh, yeah, so mm,
0: yeah, TV
1: though, mate. That's where it at. Tell oh man,
0: you. bit of Agent Carter though.
1: <sighs> <sighs> quite honestly, how goddamn sexy does she look?
0: Everything that that comes out of her mouth just sounds so wonderful. I know. Like, there was a bit. I think you texted me this when we were watching it, but there was a bit where that I immediately wrote down in my notepad of things I should mention when talking about Agent Carter, yeah. which is uh, which is when the uh, the seat in the car lifts back and she just goes, "Good God, is that a mirror?" Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I want to kiss your face. I know. I love that she, just,
1: on occasion, she will just suggest, you know, say to the writers these are common. You know, oldie type English swearing, and it's not even swearing, like, oh, bloody Nora, and things like that. And it's just bloody, bloody Nora. I just, I, I and Jarvis, oh, Jarvis Aww. in his, you know, his athletic gear. I was
0: gonna say, he's, he's, he's all right, he's, isn't he? Yeah, his wife
1: good. is lovely yeah, as well.
0: What accent has she got? Is, <laughs> is she
1: a, like Austrian or something, or? Okay.
0: I don't yeah we were trying to figure it out Because in the first episode It seemed like she had Almost a weird southern draw Yeah And I was like um, I don't know what this is And then the next episode It was like No you're definitely Some kind of European Or like
1: no didn't, was, didn't he explain That he got done For treason or something
0: Yeah something
1: Deason One because she was I think she was Jewish And he was trying to get her Out of the country So I I don't know if she's German or Austrian. Someone will know and happily tweet you.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> someone will sort me out this knowledge. I mean I could sort it out for myself, but I
1: don't I could, want my I, I could Google, but why take the fun away from someone else? Exactly. See? Yeah. Should do that. I tried um uh on Netflix they've put Mortal Instruments T V series on there. Ooh. I've forgotten the rest of the title of the actual series I just know it's Mortal Instruments and I watched the first episode and thought yeah this is all because it's based on a book series and I I would try and tell you what it's all about but quite frankly I can't really remember (laughs) (laughs) Um, there just seems to be very mystical type beings (laughs) <laughs> that can hide themselves from the human race I don't remember It's basically good side and bad side So it's you run in the mill Sort of good against evil And I remember the film And the film was not that great So there was, you know Good chance the TV series could be better So first episode I thought This is alright, yeah and they're releasing it weekly And I thought, well, that's annoying But okay And I watch the next episode You know, because on Netflix You just, you get used to Boom, there's all of Jessica Jones Go watch it Yeah Mortal Instruments Oh, it's only one episode
2: Oh,
0: all
1: right And watched the second episode And I, th- I just got bored oh. I started doing anything else But actually paying attention To what was happening on the screen
0: Oh, that's a
1: shame Yeah I just go watch Pretty Little Liars instead Which, let's be honest Is not great telly But <laughs> there's something about it It's I. It's like guilty pleasure telly You know mm. It's a bit dreadful, but I'm intrigued to know who the hell is knocking off all the people now, basically. want to know who that's going to be. So that was Mortal Instruments and Agent Carter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did watch all of... Do you know you know Chelsea Handler? The comedian Chelsea Handler? Do I? Like- American. Do you know of her?
0: No. She's not ringing any bells.
1: I really like her. I think she's a bit Marmite for people. You either yeah. do or don't basically, and I think she's quite hilarious and I've read some of her books, but she's done a series of Chelsea Does and Chelsea Does Marriage, Chelsea Does Drugs, Chelsea Does Racism and I watched all of them and I thought they were brilliant and one or two a little bit thought-provoking as okay. well, That's so it's only, I think there's only six episodes at the moment but I really enjoyed it, I just sat and watched, it's either four or six, whatever four or six, but I sat through and watched all of them I think in one sitting Maybe, mm. maybe two, but I might really, have to check that out. I really thought they were good fun. A lot of people trashed it, but I thought, well, screw you. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I bought, I got season one of The Flash for Christmas. I'm slowly, slowly getting through it and, and love it. That's really enjoyable. It's good. Sound I good?
0: have, I have problems with series two, but I'm still mostly loving it.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. getting on with series one. I kind of get the general idea of what mm, is going to sort of happen, mm. but I am enjoying it. And then my only other passion that I watch every day at the moment is the Goldbergs. That's bloody hilarious. Oh, I couldn't get
0: into that. Uh, I tried, but... Eh.
1: I think if, even though I was born in 81 and grew up through the 80s, so I should technically probably be more of a 90s sort of child, remembering more of the 90s. I don't. I identify so much more with the 80s. Mm. And so watching that is just really good fun and delightful for me, really.
0: Yeah, I wonder whether that's where I've missed a trick because I... Don't remember much of the 80s at all And also I'm so terrible at watching movies That I probably don't get a lot of the references And stuff either So I don't know It could just be me being dense Catch up on your films, mate I, I need to I, The thing is, right I had um, My boss basically said to me You've got eight days of leave That you need to take by March Or you're going to lose him." So, <laughs> so I've got like a week and a half off work Coming up And uh, yeah. basically zero things planned So Alright, Netflix Me old mucker. Let's do it Let's do it <laughs> I, have, um, I have watched a few things On Netflix anyway Because um, What with Rich doing This whole movie a day Thing Which is still madness to me There's been a few things He's watched that I've just Basically not paid Any attention to And I feel like I should have done Especially um, There was one film We watched the other day Called The Double the double that always makes me think of, do you know, that episode of the IT Crowd where <laughs> he's pretending to be disabled. Was, oh whiskey. Please, I'm disabled. <laughs> whiskey, please. Double. Um, the double. <laughs> it's uh, It's got Jesse Eisenberg in it, and it feels like from the bits that I was sort of paid attention to that it's like a really clever, really awesome movie. That's yeah. like whoa at the end. Uh, but the problem was I was trying to edit episode forty-seven proper at right. the time, and so I was pretty much just going. <laughs> The entire time And didn't really pay attention And I feel like I should have So I might watch that again At some point But I did pay attention To a film That I think People will either Love or hate And I can't I can't tell which But it's called The uh, the History of Future Folk Have you ever heard of this?
1: Writing it down
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's basically, there's a band called Future Folk who formed in about, I think it was about 2004. Never heard of them before this movie, and the only reason me and Rich chose to watch it was because Rich wanted to watch a film a day, and he's trying really hard to make it a film he's never seen before. And right. it keeps popping up on Netflix in a, oh, you've watched this, maybe you'll enjoy this kind of thing. Yeah. So we, we slapped it on, and it's about this band. Um, And the band basically are formed of uh, two blokes. One's got, I want to say, a banjo, and the other one's got a guitar. Uh, and they're called General Trius and the Mighty Kevin, and uh, they're, they're they're aliens from the planet Hondo. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the film is about how the pair of them end up on Earth playing folk music to groups of people. Right, <laughs> it's very weird, yeah. but it's uh, it's very funny, and the the music is actually like. Kind of brilliant because that the thing that um, this sort of thing kind of lives and dies on whether or not the music's any good yeah. because it could be a funny film but if all the songs that are in there are shit it's kind of a pointless endeavour especially if it's about a band uh, which it is and to not give too much away the reason maybe they, they start sort of a band together and start singing to groups of people is because music has a really uh, calming effect on on their race. Okay. As it were Because it turns out General Trius Was originally sent there To sort of scout Earth for uh, Basically murdering A bunch of people um, <laughs> And then he hears music And is like Shit the bed I'm going into hiding And so the people From Hondo Send the mighty Kevin To assassinate him mm. And so he plays His banjo at him Like Dwahaha. And then they just Form a band Because why not And there's asteroids And there's a love story And there's cracking music And when they're um, When they're together As a band they both wear outfits that look like knock off deadpool costumes with red buckets on their heads. It's, <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. I absolutely love it, and the songs are actually really good. There's a brilliant one about space worms um, <laughs> and there's a really like lovely, sweet like love song about being the star in the sky and stuff. and it's all Aww. and it's only like an hour and a half long, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> 'Cause me and Rich were bemoaning the other day the fact that like most movies now are at least two hours long. Yes. It's like sometimes I don't wanna have to pay attention for that long. I really don't. Like, I'm pretty sure the Revenant was like two hours long. And all I was thinking was this is a movie about a man crawling mm-hmm. and I can't deal with two hours two and a bit however the fuck long it is. Of crawling, like what It's one reason why I can't really be asked
1: to pay and go and see it.
0: No, oh, no, don't pay for it. Oh my god! Yeah. Wait until it comes on the telly or Netflix or something. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> I do not think it's worth actual human money. No. Or you know, alien money. <laughs> and I don't think they accept that at cinemas anyway. So. It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate. But yes, the history of a uh, future folk is good, and I've now got one of their albums, uh, mm. and I've spent quite a lot of time listening to it. I'm probably going to put a song in the episode. To be fair, like at the end or something. Nice. Because it is a bit cracking. Dunno what that was. <laughs> Sorry? <like> <laughs> yeah, so there was that. And uh, and I also watched a film on Netflix called The Final Girls. Now this is not to be confused with a different film called Final Girl. <laughs> 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 um basically the I did, like you'll know this because you're all movie Buffy, but um not Buffy the Vampire so just like okay, a movie Buffy. buff. Yeah. <sighs> um I'm so rambling, and I don't know why. Um I had This is a total tangent, but I think it's this. I had uh, noodles today that were made of butternut squash, and I don't know what to make of it. It's thrown off my entire evening. (laughs) (laughs) Butternut squash noodles, what are you doing? And they're called boodles, which doesn't even make any sense, because they should be called squoodles, like squash noodles. But anyway. um, Uh Uh-huh, Yeah. Still, still with you. <laughs> yeah. So, final girls. Um. So, yeah. the final girl is usually a term in films that's in reference to like the last bird that is alive in a horror movie, slasher movie type situation. Usually, the virgin. Yep. And so, the final girl without the S is a apparently a legitimate horror movie that me and Rich are probably going to watch at some stage now. <laughs> um. Whereas, final girls with an S is the film that we watched, and it's um. It's super clever, it's really good It's the, I'm trying not to give too much away again And that's making it difficult It's about, I can spoil this Because this happens in the first like 20 minutes of the movie It's about a, a young girl who loses her wannabe actress mother In a car accident And on the anniversary of her death about three years later, I think um, She goes to a screening of one of the movies that she was in Which is called Camp Bloodbath Which is like an obvious take of um, <laughs> Fri- Is it Friday the 13th, yeah, the ones that were in yeah, yeah, there you go I forget which is which Because guess what, I haven't seen many of them And I'm terrible And I'm aware <laughs> of this And I'm sorry But whilst they're at this screening The cinema gets set on fire And oh. they can't figure out how to get out So they like slash through the screen and jump through and uh-oh guys they've ended up in the fucking movie nice it's kind of campy and it's very spoofy but at the same time it's really clever like there's some scenes where they accidentally end up in flashbacks and stuff and they uh, it's all in black and white and some of the characters are like ah, oh my god why am i colourblind? <laughs> um <laughs> and it, it's really inventive Um, It's really funny I'm trying to think of Who's in it now And I can't remember Anyone's names And I'm ashamed of myself The only person I can remember Is Thomas Middleditch Who I absolutely love Like He can do no wrong In my book Everything I've ever seen Or heard him In or on Has been wonderful And he does a brilliant Fall over In like the first 20 minutes of the film Which Matt had, oh, I Was dying <laughs> <laughs> He's in then Because I don't know his name He's in Have you ever watched Silicon Valley Oh no TV yeah. show.
1: I think I tried to and then uh, I forgot to.
0: He was in that and I liked <laughs> okay. him a lot in that, but he's also um, a guest on Comedy Bang Bang podcast quite a bit. Okay. Uh, and he's always been really funny on that. Like every, every time he's on it, I can guarantee I will snort on the bus at least once and <laughs> someone will look at me like, are you okay? The, the thing that really Struck me about this film Was that it wasn't Just like a spoof Of the horror genre Or like that That kind of Campy horror film There was a lot of Like really clever stuff In there mm. And um, and there were some Really like surprisingly Heartfelt moments Because obviously This girl has been Thrown into a movie Where her mum Is there But yeah. thinks she's Someone else Called yeah. Nancy Malin Ackerman She's in it She's a person People will recognise <laughs> I'm so shit at names guys I'm so sorry But it is a really good watch Like we I think we saw the trailer for it Like towards the end of last year And we we're like Hmm Maybe But as soon as we put it on We were just like Oh why were we even Like questioning Whether or not this was a good idea It's brilliant And it's got some Hilarious bloopers at the end I love a good blooper Real man I think every movie Should have one
1: Yeah um, I do They're my favourite part Sometimes some of them Are better than the movie
0: Have you ever watched the bloopers From How I Met Your Mother On YouTube <laughs>
1: Yes, I love them Brilliant. Those and Will and Grace and Friends They're just Brilliant. so good So good
0: I do love me some bloopers I don't think if I was ever in a movie or on a TV show That we'd ever get anything done Because I'd be constantly falling about laughing And yeah. probably fucking up my lines
1: And they do a lot more laughing in horror films Than sometimes comedies Because comedies are trying so hard to actually be funny and serious And then in, in horror They're be like ah, I'm being chased by An axe-wielding monkey um, And they see the hilarity in that And they just fall about laughing
0: Yeah I uh, I am wholeheartedly on board with this It's filmed Like really well as well There's some like really gorgeous Gorgeous stuff going on um, Yeah, yeah I just wholeheartedly recommend it I thought it was wicked Cool
1: well, awesome. I, a look. I did watch the I wouldn't say it's a remake It's probably a reboot of National Lampoon's Vacation.
0: Is that with Ed Helms? <clears throat>
1: I think so. Yeah, and Christine Applegate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just it's just called Vacation. Didn't have high hopes for it, which was probably well founded. But actually, I <laughs> laughed. And, I laughed an awful lot. So it's just it's really stupid. And so long as you can just take it for what it is, which is just a massive stupid. They do really stupid, inane things, and they, you can't be that stupid, but they actually are. It is really enjoyable, and I really liked. The bloopers as well Afterwards But I don't understand Why Americans say twat When they Why mean, do they
0: say twat When you mean twat you, you mean twat oh, You we definitely mean twat You mean
1: twat And then because Christina Applegate was saying Can't I just say twat And then she had the kids In the back of the car I was like Oh I just realised What I just said Oh no That was really rude of me It's like mate I know it oh, means something else Over there Because it means vagina um, <laughs> <laughs> But it's pronounced twat Come on You sound like a twit When you say twat
0: I don't understand either. Like, do they write it down with an O rather no, than an A? No, they write it with an A. Well, then that makes even less sense. I know, because I was.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> if you watch, oh, that film with Emma Stone, comedy, what the hell is it called? Um, crap. It's really funny and I really like it and I can't remember what it's called. When she she's a student at high school and she basically gets a red lettered. Oh, Easy A? Yes, Easy A. She starts writing out in P's. In her food, in peas To her parents, what she said in school That got into a lot of trouble And she's writing it with an A So they obviously spell it the same They're just, they're weird That is
0: extra weird I I just assumed they wrote down twat in scripts And so they say twat Oh, Americans, you You, boys
1: Love you, but come on Stop fucking up our English language Uh, What else The only other new thing I watched That I was waiting for For ages to see Was Love and Mercy Which is It's a biopic And it's all about Brian Wilson Of the Beach Boys
0: Oh I'm never going to see that
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was all around The time he was doing uh, Pet sounds And um, So good vibrations And stuff with the Beach Boys And how He was But You see it in Two stages of his life When he was uh, writing and recording pet sounds and then in sort of the 80s 70s 80s when he's basically really f- fucked up because he did some hallucinogenic drugs um which screwed up his already fucked brain really yeah. um and it just made everything worse and he does see stuff he does suffer from a certain kind of paranoia that this guy that was meant to be his care and manager was just had him on this Massive amount of Drugs that were meant To be helping him Keeping him mellow But making things Like 20 times worse It's just horrendous But really If you're a fan Of the Beach Boys At least A biopics It was very very good Had uh, Elizabeth Banks In it Playing Who would become His wife She, I like her anyway
0: Have you heard about the new... About her, about... In the, Power Rangers? Yeah. Yeah, she's really. I, an I have, I, have I, do, I don't know. <laughs> I, On the one hand, I think it's super cool because she's very varied in her style and I think she could pull it off. On the other hand, I think it's semi-problematic. Yeah. I feel like maybe someone else should have. But am I just being racist saying that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's politically correct? <laughs> oh, it is.
1: The actress who... The originally player died And then someone else Took over who Was playing her in the film Do I mean, you remember the, Like the original Power Rangers movie Yeah And she was kind of cool And we liked
0: her <laughs> so, It is going to be weird Seeing
1: Yeah I know what you mean But it is going to be weird
0: I really hope They go the whole hog With the costumes And stuff in this Oh yeah She looks like, like Just like a Slightly less Like 90s version of it yeah. just just you know like uh what's her character's name in the hunger games where all her outfits oh. just like <laughs> yeah
1: i know what you fabrics. mean and they should do so that would be awesome and then the power rangers you know they have to be let's not do spandex that's okay for tv shows let's go full-on armor like you tried to do in the original movie yeah because that was pretty awesome so yeah i'm all out for trying that out although that guy who did a full-on like mini film trailer for what Power Rangers could be and it was really brutal. Did you watch that when it came I did, up? I
0: hated it. I thought it was did terrible, you? yeah. I Everybody was, was raving about it like it was like God's Jeez and I was like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack my eye on that. And I thought, Oh, that's disappointing. But yeah. maybe it's because What's his face from Dawson's Creek was in it and I just think he's terrible. Yeah, that didn't help
1: Matt at all, I have to say. I did quite like it for its brutalness. I thought that was pretty cool.
0: I liked but, um, it up until the twist at the end, and I don't want to say what it is in case people haven't seen it. Yeah, that's a bit I didn't like. I was just like, ah, fuck off out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> not everything's got to have a fucking twist. Yeah. Sometimes movies can just be movies. And that's what we miss about movies
1: these days. They're not just straightforward. They're always a fucking twist. <sighs> <sighs> well, if they
0: are straightforward, sometimes they're just quite boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it, surely there's some middle ground between boring and twisty. Yeah There's the There's the lab Prince Oh David Bowie Rest in peace man I was so gutted By that news Like surprisingly More gutted Than I thought I was going to be
1: Yeah Yeah January was a Shit month Oh, mate.
0: Do you know what was, uh, was the worst as well, though, is the mm. fact that, um, every now and again on, throughout January, people were posting things on Facebook like, oh no, this person's died. And I was getting really stressed about it and then realising they were posting articles from years ago. And then oh. I was really stressed that I didn't know these people had already died. I know. <laughs> it's just like, January, it more- uh-huh. what are you doing to my emotions?
1: It's even worse that I kind of forgot that some of the people died because a friend of mine did that. And I thought, but I'm sure they died like a year or two ago. What Did I miss a trick or something? Or did I dream it? And then, of course, Wogan. Aw. And then Fry of the Eagles. It was just Alan Rickman.
0: Uh, the voice of Disney's Robin Hood. Oh, I know. That's that, just... that one kicked
1: me in the fanny. Yeah. Just January was such a bastard.
0: That it was February you, you don't have to do much To be uh, To be the superior month <laughs> You don't even have to Put any effort in no, Just no, just, 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 don't, just, don't, just Don't Just stop it Yeah Just basically. stop it
1: 2016
0: Chill yeah. your beans
1: Jesus in it though So let's stop that What are we excited for I don't know Deadpool <laughs> Deadpool,
0: Deadpool. Um,
1: <laughs> I was quite excited That Netflix Are going to do A short run of Bringing about the Gilmore Girls. I'm totally up for that.
0: I've heard about this, and I feel like I should probably watch the original Gilmore Girls because it seems like something I might actually like.
1: You might do. I mean, I really loved it. I mean, I've got all of it on DVD, but it's a, it's a sort of a mixture of region ones and region twos. But I loved it. And when it was done by Amy Sherman, I want to say Palladino, but that, I think that's right. Or I might got she's double bowed. I might have got it around the wrong way. I don't know. But she's really quick witted, and she's the way she wrote Lorelei was fantastic, mm. and their pop culture referencing, and it's intelligent as well. Because the the kid in it, Rory, she's really book smart, like a complete book nerd. Mm. So it's very intelligent. I mean, they kind of the creator left the series, or was didn't? I don't think she agreed with how they wanted to take the show, and she left. Is that sort of thing? Um, so it wasn't quite the same towards the end. Mm-hmm. Sort of like when Aaron Sorkin left The West Wing, even though I still like The West Wing after he left.
0: I didn't watch that either. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: brilliant. That and um, Studio 60 on a Sunset Strip. Very good. Very good.
0: Damn Both that.
1: and the newsroom. All cancelled now. All oh don't exist anymore.
0: But, <laughs> I'm, a ter- I'm a terrible human being. I've seen zero of those things. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, Gil- Gilmore Girls I look
1: forward to. That should be fun. Ooh. Very excited for season two of Jessica Jones. Yeah.
0: And and I was going to say, and all the other, and all the other Netflix mom. telly stuff that just seems like it's going to be sexual... Yeah I really
1: I quite like the look of And I dare I'm, I'm scared now Because it might be shit With all the hype But Wonder Woman In film it, it, in, it,
0: it, 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 Um I'm oh, Hmm oh, wow. I'm thinking it, it could be good I mean you're not Linda yeah. Carter I was you know, going to say I'm just making a load of
1: noises now Um you know, <laughs> But I'm like uh, it, No one can write Wonder Woman Apparently Apart from Gail Simone And um What's his name? Shit. What's in my brain. <laughs> What's his name? I don't know.
0: Fuck. Mr. Comics Man. Yeah, who's really
1: good, and I might have to look him up, so talk amongst yourselves.
0: <laughs> well, my thoughts on Wonder Woman in film are as follows I am kind of reserving my opinion until I actually see uh, Batman vs. Soups, because whilst her teeny tiny bit in the trailer for that looked kind of great and whilst the little bits of footage we've got from the sneaky peeky Wonder Woman filmy times mm. look pretty good too, you don't actually see a talk or do an awful lot in either of those things. No. Um. There's very little other than standing, looking pretty Amazonian. And so I would like to see... It's like I was saying the similar thing about the uh, Lady Ghostbusters movie the other day, because uh, people are having a go at me on the internet for being... Sexist And misogynist And whatever Because I'm not interested In the movie But the problem for me Is that until I see Some footage There's nothing About the movie For me to get excited about Because I don't like The director That's been attached I don't like The writers That I'm I'm aware of That have been attached Of the four main women I don't know two of them And dislike the other two Quite actively Mm. And I don't like the costume design either. I think I've spoken about this before, but I hate the fact that they were saying, Mm. oh, you know, we're not trying to like, you know, we're not, we're not trying to make a girl Ghostbusters movie. It just so happens that we think these girls are the best for the job. But then the costumes that you've got have got a stripe right across the chest as if somebody Mm. took a highlighter pen and went, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like, it's ludicrous I'm sorry It's the stupidest design. They did, And you don't need it there Like at all Like if you wanted like Bits of the costume To be reflective In case of like Nighttime jazz or whatever Have a stripe around I don't know The wrist part Or the bottom or just, of the shirt part Or the middle of the person This is where you would
1: normally Put high viz basically. Yeah
0: exactly Not right across the Bazongas yeah, I
1: mean, I'm all for gender swapping stuff, but it's more of a get a new script and you know try it with women instead of men and see what happens. It will change a story. But I just, they've just released photos, haven't they, of Ghostbusters?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Nothing else, just some photos, and you've even got yeah. Chris Hemsworth as, um, Janine. This, it's Janine. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake!
0: Yeah, I
1: love you know he's gorgeous.
0: Oh yeah, and you know, and, I, and I've got to say, the pictures they've released of him in it, he looks. Uh... He looks delightfully You know Um,
1: (laughs) But I'm not interested in the film I've got Ghostbusters quite frankly
0: I'm really hoping Because the thing about The problem is The thing about Ghostbusters Is that it's not actually That great of a film In terms of story The thing that makes Ghostbusters great Is the four main cast And their rapport together Mm. And how like There was like an ease with them with each other and their comedy and everything and it just sort of like flowed and it was amazing to watch yeah i think unless they can recapture that which is going to be fucking difficult Mm. uh which again i'm not going to be able to see until i see some actual footage like i'm not saying i'm going to poo poo the movie and never see it if i see a trailer and it genuinely piques my interest and i hope it does because i want to watch a girl's ghostbusters movie (laughs) yeah like it's just so far this one's Shown me nothing that I can get excited about, unfortunately.
1: No, exactly. I mean, I, um, it's funny, when I was watching the original Ghostbusters a little while ago, I hadn't realised until watching it again that you've got, you know, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and, um, Egon, the guy who passed away.
0: Harold Ramis.
1: Yeah. Also, and I hadn't realised that the, um, the black actor who was in it, I can't remember his name, it's really awful. Or his character name.
0: Was it, yeah, was, is it, yeah. Was it Ernie Hudson? <laughs> um, I'm just
1: looking it up Just to try and find him Yeah it was And yeah Ernie Hudson Liz Winston And I didn't realise to watching the film again Actually he's barely in it Yeah no, And he's maybe. not He's not as close knitted mm. as, the, as the other three are in it Which is And even in number two That was still sort of The same I had forgotten though Actually how creepy The beginning of Ghostbusters is
0: That librarian ghost Is really yeah. It's fucking like nightmare Juicing really. Terror fuel <laughs> It's like
1: I actually forgot that it was really quite scary when I first, and it's still quite scary. And it was Greg Rucker, by the way, Wonder Woman. Ah, there you Greg go. Greg Rucker. Yes. I mean, he got taken off it, and Gail Simone finished the run, I believe. But um, yeah, because there was a whole Maxwell Lord thing, and when she snapped his neck, uh, oh, that was
0: that was good times. It was
1: <laughs> brilliant. That was brilliant storyline. I don't think DC were very happy about it, but um, it was it was uh, it was good storytelling.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, going back to Wonder Woman and that, cause I took her so far off track there. Yeah, I, I, I want to see more of her before I say anything. Yeah. I like the look of her though. I like, yeah. the, excuse me, I'm just choking on my own spit. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. um, I think a lot of people whinging about the fact that she doesn't have an Amazonian figure or, you know, she's not strong enough looking to be Wonder Woman. I think she actually looks pretty cracking. And I think the, um, the costume looks pretty good too. Um, yeah. In the sense of, it looks more practical than a lot of her actual costumes have ever been in the comics. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I think I would have preferred a trouser, but maybe really? I'm just yeah. I feel like they're more practical and also well, yeah. don't have you accidentally getting your gash out for the lads uh, <laughs> randomly. But
2: true,
0: maybe that's because the thing is, if you do a high kick, or maybe that's what you're trying to do, just like distract the enemy with vaginas. And <laughs> 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 you like bad attack? <laughs> yeah, it's <he's like>, crotch. <laughs> <laughs> bad attack. Oh, <laughs> that's the name of the episode. Um. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, yes, yeah, so I'm going to wait until I go and see.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll be uh, a wait and see what happens. I mean, I quite like her costume, and she looks pretty cool. Linda Carter's given it her blessing. Which is nice. Um, I mean, sure. The thing is, I, I think with the 70s TV show, especially when it became the new Adventures of Wonder Woman, although that got a bit shit towards the end of season three, let's be honest, it's going to be something really hard to beat. Yeah, <laughs> There was something about the TV show. I think it's a bit like, I know that Supergirl's a bit Marmite for people, but I think it's a bit like Super that version of, this version of Supergirl we've got now. It's like Wonder Woman from the 70s. They kind of had the balance about right. There was a lot of fun. And they had some nice drama. Plus, Linda Carter was really cool. She was yeah. just an awesome Wonder Woman.
0: I'm really concerned because my mic seems to be picking up everything that I'm doing. That I, I just farted and you might have heard it. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. <laughs> Damn it, I could <laughs> I don't know
1: what you're recording, but I didn't hear it. I'm
0: I? like, <laughs> I can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about Goosebumps <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to talk too much about Goosebumps Because um, it's only just come out But I, I, I done saw it with my eyes I loved the Goosebumps books when I was younger Because I liked horror novels I used to read a lot of like the Goosebumps stuff And then when I got a bit older The Point horror novels Do you
1: remember? Oh yeah I oh, This Point stuff was brilliant
0: Yeah, I tell you And uh, So as soon as I said there was going to be a Goosebumps movie And Jack Black was going to be in it I was like sold Where are my uh, tickets? Because uh, I love me some Jack Black as well And yeah. um, it's a really good film actually I was a bit <laughs> As much as I was excited for it I was also a bit trepidatious Because I was like What on the Like what in God's green earth Are they going to do In a Goosebumps But Like is it just going to be like A really long episode And it's not going to But it's What they actually did instead was They had Jack Black actually plays RL R.L. Stein. Okay Um and basically a lot of the the creatures that he wrote about in the books are actually real things and they're trapped in his books and he has to take care of these books to stop them all getting out. But of course they all fucking get out because, you know, children happen <laughs> you know, <laughs> teens happen. And so it's basically like if Jumanji were yeah. better and the graphics were a bit more up to date, and if the things that came out of the board game actually came out of books and were terrifying Mm -hmm. um so we're talking slappy the ventriloquist dummy that i can't fucking stand and we're talking clowns and zombies Mm -hmm. and mummies and sasquatches and uh, that's such a satisfying word to say and and all sorts of like crazy shite from his books just like pouring out of the place and causing havoc and being terrifying so it is like a like a horror movie for kids i guess yeah Um, I really enjoyed it Because it's, it's really funny Jack Black's mm. wonderful in it R.L. Stein pops up in it At one point oh, Cool Really flea, Which is nice
1: Yeah I loved his stuff when, um,
0: Especially
1: because I, I I read more of the Point horror mm. books When I was growing up And one that always Stuck with me And I can't really Remember why now Was a book called Hit and Run I And it was just I might have read that Yeah I might have to Try and find it again To reread it But I really liked it And I had seen a trailer for Goosebumps And I do want to see it so it's on my list of must-watches, because I like Jack Black. I think he's great fun. Yeah. He's brilliant. I, mean,
0: I do think it's going to be one of those films that, like, possibly in a few years it might be a bit dated. Because, like, I say, like, it's like Jumanji if Jumanji was better. But at the time Jumanji came out, I fucking loved that film. Oh, yeah, It's just that it brilliant. has aged terribly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and plus the only real good thing in it is Robin Williams. Like, everyone else mm. is kind of half in it, <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, but uh, the the thing about this film as well Is there's a lot of people in it Who I've never seen before So And they're quite good For like younger actors You know how I've got a bit of a thing About kids annoying the tits off me Yes They didn't yeah. annoy the tits off me oh, yeah. So I think that's a bonus That says a lot Yeah Yeah I think so Thumbs up Well done children Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ken Marino popped up in it momentarily And I love him So Yeah Job done
1: Goosebumps Nice Goosebumps go see
0: Yeah That's what I say have you got um much other jazz you wanted to blather about? Did I know anything else? No, she did, but she did. No! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay. I
1: don't think so No, because I've been terrible I haven't kept up with a lot of stuff And the stuff I have been keeping up with Probably spoken about
0: Well, this is the thing I was panicking just before we started recording And when I say just before I mean like 20 minutes before Because aside from the couple of films That me and Richard watched it's been quite, It's not been very long Since I recorded an episode of this Anyway <laughs> Um and so I hadn't really read or seen or done anything that I hadn't already spoken about. And I was like, uh-oh, shit shitbags. Uh, so I read one singular comic, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which was Patsy Walker, a.k.a. Hellcat, issue Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think I like it. I'm yeah. definitely going to give it another whirl. I love the art in it. It's by, uh, I want to say, Brittany Wilson. Yes, it- Mhm. So. And it's coloured. It's a it's a the, the colouring um, by Megan Wilson is really interesting because it's it's pastels but simultaneously really vibrant. If that makes yeah. any kind of sense, which it sort of doesn't. It's written by Kate Leth, and it's very much in that sort of. There's I, I feel like there's a few comics in Marvel's sort of entourage at the moment that are kind of written not exactly the same, but in this in a in a way that it's all ages, but it's still. Appeals to adults as well. Um, Like, I would put, like, um, Squirrel Girl in there. You know, there's a lot of comedy in it, and it's written very... I want to say with, like, a familiarity, like, you know, like you're talking to a bunch of buddies, um, there's, like, a conversational tone to it. And I feel like Patsy Walker's like that as well. And I really like the premise of the book because the idea is that she's sort of out of a job and she bumps into this kid who's, like, robbing her. He's using his new inhuman powers to rob uh, an armoured truck of a load of money. But then when she actually talks to him, it turns out that it's just because he needs to pay for things and he got fired from his job for being a weird inhuman Person, yeah. And so she decides She wants to set up A business whereby People with powers Can be Who don't want to go off And either be superheroes Or supervillains yeah. um, Can actually just get Regular everyday jobs That are suited to their Powers Okay Yeah um, That's cool Yeah which is something That you would act- Now that I say it out loud, feels like it should have been addressed before anyway. Because I think if you've got superpowers, there is absolutely no way that I would be a supervillain. Because I'm far too chicken about getting caught doing stuff that I shouldn't do. And I feel guilty about doing things anyway. Like like if I threw a sickie off work, I'd feel bad about it for about six months. Um, (laughs) But similarly, I couldn't be a superhero either. Because ah, that's terrifying. I don't want to fight monsters And scary people Who've also got powers And you know Maybe die I don't want to do that It's terrifying What I would like Is you know A regular person job
1: (laughs) (laughs) No I did see it um, When I was scrolling Through Comixology I noticed it And I saw the cover work Which looked really retro And lovely Yeah it is Um, I just hadn't Added it to my basket So I'll have to give That's because I didn't Have any money That's what it was I was waiting for payday It's one of those things It's going to go back for (laughs) Um, But yeah I have to now I did um actually one thing I did read because I always loved Volume one two was Stump Town, oh. which is um is it great Rucker again <laughs> We are it's, so good at print. Oh, so i thought I've got my iPad right next to me, so I can quickly look it's fine as soon as I tell my iPad, show me all of my books because I've lost it. Oh no, there it is. Hold on to your balls. Yeah, Greg Rucker. There we go.
0: <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. I'll have you know I have a perfectly formed clitoris. I have no idea. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, hold on. Hold on to your boobs. Yes,
1: yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Greg Rucker, and he's done two other books of Stumptown. It's all about private detective, um, and it's very good. Very good. Uh, so I always recommend that. It's awesome. Jolly good. It's on Oni Press. Oni. Oni I never know
0: whether, Yeah I was going to say I never know whether That's Oni or Oni No I don't know Who knows Who knows So yeah That Cool oh, I've got sorry. I've got one more thing That I wanted to do uh, Which is actually To play something For you guys I don't know if I mentioned In one of my episodes That my mum bought me An ocarina of time For Christmas <laughs> <laughs> Because she's a fucking badass and I learnt to play a song from Zelda on it This is i I'm going to play you a video of me On Christmas Day So I bet like You know I am still shit at the time Because I wasn't even I don't I still don't actually know What notes I was playing Because I just literally Looked up how to play Songs from Zelda On, an, on a 12 hole ocarina But I want to play this video Even though I fuck it up At the end and say oh poo Because it just it, it, uh I'm well proud of myself I'm just trying to find it now And make sure that the sound is on <laughs> So you have to let me know If you can hear this well enough Okay myself that was after like 10 minutes
1: <laughs> nice
0: um, so you know I am now officially the coolest nerd that I ever nerded uh, at least in this house <laughs> I thought that was going into
1: a little bit of a, an American tale uh, song somewhere, somewhere out there
0: yeah. out there. I shouldn't sing
1: <laughs> I was starting to rock out and you know okay With you need a lighter <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey I think it's about time I shut my mouth <laughs> <laughs> Jenny Yay you Got anything you want to plug Or any Twitters you want twit? to um, I twot.
1: Twit Twit twat. <laughs> now I haven't I haven't got anything out there At the moment um, <laughs> Still working on that blog <laughs> I'm still working on that blog Yeah I will eventually write it When I actually get five minutes To sit More than five minutes It's going to take me more than five minutes When I get to sit down and write it And then I will let you know When that's out I think the only other thing is, aside from listening to your podcast, when it's always, you know, been released, I'll always listen. Yeah. I do, I've been listening to some others and one that I do like for the, for the, for the film history, nut nah, for the golden age history of Hollywood. And this is Dion and Lizzie Ball's fault. It's a, a podcast called You Must Remember This. And if you want to learn more about the golden age of Hollywood and what was going on in the background and all that sort of stuff, it's worth a try. It's very informative Very good And some episodes Are quite moving um, I think it was The episode about Clark Gable And his wife Whose name escapes me But it was very moving But uh, yeah That's 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 kind of all Jolly good bit, bit boring But yeah
0: <laughs> Well while we're recommending Random podcasts I mean obviously This one But if you've got to this point In this episode You're already <laughs> listening to this one So it's fine I am loving at the moment uh, nation With Paul F. Tompkins Ooh, um, I love him he is a comedian that I absolutely adore. Like I, Anything that he's in, all the comedy bang-bangs that he's done, uh, TV shows that he's cropped up in, I love him. He's fantastic and I'll, I wish I still had a gap in my teeth, but anyway. Um, his podcast is basically the first half is, is an interview with a special guest and then the second half Paul and some improviser pals uh, Just improvise a comedy scene Based on a location Chosen by that guest And then yeah. also try and incorporate Some of the bits of the interviews too As with any kind of improvs, Some are funnier than others But there have been some That have genuinely had me laughing so hard On the bus that I had to turn them off Because I was like Crying and snorting And like just looking like A complete lunatic <laughs> So maybe don't listen to it in public I don't know <laughs>
2: It's did you though.
1: did you listen to him when he did Beyond Belief on the Thrilling Adventure Hour? I, I've
0: heard bits of it. I, I didn't really get on with the. Did you not get on with it? Oh, time. I loved that. But I <clears throat> do think he's wonderful.
1: Yeah, he is he, with Padgett Brewster. He he did that, and that was brilliant.
0: And he, um, if uh, if you're um, into Paul F. Tompkins, and you're not aware of Comedy Bang Bang, and the fact that he appears on there quite frequently as Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um,
1: oh. <laughs> I got to try that one now.
0: Brilliant. There's a few of them and they're amazing. A lot of them as well. There's um there's a few episodes where he appears as as Andrew Lloyd Webber with a character called a uh, Forval, who is this like delightful little orphan played by Bobby Moynihan, and he is fucking hilarious because he keeps getting stabby. Um, but anyway, <laughs> that's enough about other people's podcasts. Um, yeah, bit just of news bit of news about mine, I think I announced in the last episode that I was going to do another 24-hour live parlor thingamajig in July, still waiting on confirmation of whether Jenny will be there, and I'm, hop- I'm hoping she will, because I might do a poo in my pants <laughs> if I have to do it by myself. Also, I was trying to figure out the other day, uh, if I can't get another co-host, uh, what to do, and I was thinking, legitimately, the only thing I can think of is Pooing in a bucket in the kitchen Which is the absolute last thing I ever want to do in my head Like I, ne- I don't want to poo in a bucket I'm an adult I don't <laughs> like, like that's that's not how I want my life to go Also this mic will definitely pick it up And you'll all hear it So so fingers crossed <laughs> Fingers crossed we can have a Jenny So that I don't have to shit myself live on air I mean there are adult diapers But still that's not a thing I want to engage in You know for 24 whole hours Just sat there in a pooey nap Anyway um, it's happening from 9 o'clock on the 9th, is it the 9th? Yes, yeah, Saturday, <laughs> 9th, Saturday yeah. the 9th of July. Uh, it'll be going for 24 hours, obviously. It'll be at the same place it was broadcast before, which is Mixlr. That's M-I-X-L-R dot com forward slash S-P-C-P live. The Just Giving page has been set up, but I can't remember what it's called, but it don't really matter because I don't suppose any of you will donate until I've actually done the thing or I'm doing the thing. Um, so far, unfortunately, I'm, I'm in talks with a lot of people, but haven't actually... Well I've booked one person And I feel like it's sad To just adopt one person (laughs) She's really good though I'm very excited I'm really excited But I am also pooing my pants That I'm not going to have enough guests So basically this whole ramble Was just to say A. Do tune in and donate some money But also B If you happen to be Working in the Comics Or movie Or telly Or music Or book industry And you fancy coming on For a chat And you're free on the 9th Drop me an email <laughs> At stacysparlour At gmail.com yeah. Because guess what Anxiety sufferers Really shouldn't be The kind of people That organise 24 hour Podcast events <sighs> oh. Stacey's Parlour at gmail.com uh, You can also tweet me I am at Stacy's Parlour And what else? You can buy a t-shirt that has my face on At S-P-C No <laughs> I say this every episode and I can't remember Put S- it in the show notes S-P-C-P Question mark Oh, and there's a Facebook group Stacy's Pop Culture Parlour I will be announcing guests and stuff As soon as I've booked more than one I feel like it... I'm scared that if I announce this once that she might back out, and then I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep it to yourself. So to I'm, your just chest. Gonna, I'm just gonna, keep, I'm just gonna keep it to myself at least until like maybe the March episode. <laughs> but yes, I am excited and and terrified in equal measure. Yeah, as yeah, it should be. But I was gonna Ooh. say it should be an interesting show. The only yeah. uh, the only thing that might be uh, interesting if Jenny isn't there is the fact that I'll probably get drunk because <laughs> Jenny keeps me on the straight and narrow.
1: Um, <laughs> only because I don't drink, mate. That's all it is.
0: <laughs> also, if anyone has any advice on how to stay awake all night without drinking copious amounts of energy drinks and Skittles, because honestly, guys, that wrecked my bowels for like four days afterwards. <laughs> I couldn't eat anything without shitting through the eye of a needle. It was the absolute worst. So, if you've got any <laughs> handy tips on how to not shit myself, uh, <laughs> that's would would
1: my bowels were not that bad. But then I didn't. Yeah, drink I was going to say drink. you
0: weren't you weren't heavy on the energy drinks, were you? Wasn't you were being sensible. Whereas I was like, I'm going to fall asleep. I need a caffeine. Glug 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 zing. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's a thing that I'm excited about. Never. Yeah. But yeah, there we go. Parla. Hey, Jenny. Yay! Thank you for coming to my rescue for episode forty-seven. More than welcome. More than welcome. Anytime <laughs> I really hope this one Hasn't like Fucked up I was going to say That I just switched this off And it seems like We were both underwater And I'll just fucking Throw my laptop out the window Um, (laughs) Don't do that Because you can't afford Another one Yeah that's that's, That is a good point Mm. (laughs) 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 Ah, Anyway thank you again It was lovely speaking with you It's been yonks Since we spoke And that's not fair
1: I know We should do something about that We should We should do fortnightly If not once a month talkie talk On the Skype We should do
0: a talky
1: talk and Even if we don't record it But we should Just for shits and giggles
0: Yeah We absolutely should <laughs> We absolutely should And now, we, now we've should. recorded it We have to <laughs> now, the we can, now the whole it would world Now the whole world We'll just do like
1: An hour Half hour You know Extra
0: Yeah we'll call I don't it.
1: know why I say it You're the poor bugger left to edit it
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Mate Do you know the other day I was legitimately thinking I wonder how much Somebody would want to be paid To edit an episode of this <sighs> Stress <laughs> Any Any who It's been lovely Talking with you Thank And you. I, I shall speak to you soon All And right. uh, listeners I'll see you again In a couple of weeks When an actual Non-bonus episode Comes out <laughs> 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 a bit Bye First of
2: First Then I confound you I should have said I'm from outer space From the very start Explanation Destroy population But when I first laid my eyes on you I had change of heart when it's not night my sky still fills with lights. I see stars when I hold you tight one bright afternoon I see stars When I know that I'll be with you soon I see stars I see stars My dear, for us to end.